It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Hard-edged, hard-nosed, hard to beat. Where are you coming from in this one? Your 100% essential download. Jim White and Simon Jordan. You let this get out of control. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Hi everybody, thanks for downloading Outspoken, the podcast that brings you the very best of our daily talk sports show. Danny Murphy was with myself and Simon today for a look at Emmy Martinez's post-match antics, as well as abuse both in the stands and on the field. When you want something big in football, it's always great to celebrate. Yes, of course, we get that. But now we see the Argentinian celebrations that are descending into, say, well, not, yeah, chaos. It's not far off chaos. In <laughs> fact, in the Telegraph this morning, Messi's heroes forced to flee homecoming chaos because so many Argentinians are in Buenos Aires trying to celebrate the win that it's got out of hand somewhat. Now, that's one thing, but here's another. Argentina's Martinez, the goalkeeper, Aston Villa's goalkeeper, pictured holding a toy baby complete with nappy with Mbappe's face stuck onto the head during the country's open-top bus parade in the capital yesterday. Um, And this comes after his antics when we saw during the shootout, uh, he threw the ball away, the young French boy going up to take his kick. Uh, he, he, he kicks the ball away from him and then dancing and holding the Golden Glove trophy at the presentation to his groin and what was a bizarre gesture I mean is it not important to win yeah but to win with class and is he one who's failing to do so yeah I think it is important to win with some some, some class and dignity but I, I, I've got no problem with what he did on the penalties that you've got to be big and bold enough to take that that's just the way the football is was it cheating? No. I've got a problem with what he did with the Golden Glove and the silly thing about Mbappe and all that. I, I, <clears throat> I'm surprised some of the things weren't nipped in the bud more quickly by his teammates. Um, well, they're just as bad. Well, some maybe, some yeah, not. that Rodrigo de Paul, apart from trying to get in every picture with Maradona, is pretty much doing the same with thing. With Messi, you mean? Uh, with Messi. Is pretty much doing the same thing all the time. Well, I haven't seen all of it. All I can say is I don't agree with it at all. It's not what I... If I was involved in that squad because they've won first and foremost they're, they're going to be lauded and eulogised about the thing is with Martinez as well he was superb he had a great mm. tournament he made arguably yeah, one of the saved most saved him in the 90 in the, with 30 seconds to go didn't he? we'll go down yeah. one of the best saves in history yeah. Yeah, that save will be the remembered the same Mbappe beat him four times in a game yeah done him on every Sunday done him on every pen yeah yeah, yeah. 
So why why would you go down? Also, you're you're also you've got a few years ahead of you in the international game and club game, wherever he ends up, or Mbappe ends, and it will come round and bite you. Come round and bite it you. It will come round and bite you. And also, you got you've got. Even if you've got a dislike for someone, which I don't think he has, I think it was just momentary. But even if you've got a dislike for someone, you've won. Yeah, that's it. You don't. I mean, let's not the... shed too many tears, and I suggest there might be some crocodile tears in amongst it for Mbappe because he's not ultimately anyone that at times that you look at and think that uh, that he holds the best values at times. I know some of the pictures oh, were, clipped and, uh, were clipped and cropped about his, you know, beaming grin when Harry came missed the penalty. It might have been actually a different phase of the game. I mean, I think that. Um, um, Martinez has sort of descended into a bit of peasantry in his um, in his outlook and views and the behaviour from a, from a lewd gesture. I disagree with Danny, uh, but I think it's a referee's job to have dealt with it. I do think it's cheating. I do think taking a ball away. We did give him a yellow after the second one. I think he should have dealt with the goalkeeper before the penalty shootout. I think they should have been spoken to both goalkeepers and said, "I'm having none of this. Mm. I will put balls on spots. You're not going to do any of this. You're not going to distract. We're going to have a sporting competition where two people compete with one another, and someone doesn't try and take a ball away, distract, and ultimately get in people's heads." Well, he did it now, twice. I, he should have done him on I the first one. I agree with you entirely that the person should have been capable of overcoming it. Yeah. But you had you had two you had two disadvantages. You had the entire Argentinian crowd behind that goal, yeah. which had already given yeah. them an advantage. Yeah. And then you have this clown in front of you taking advantage of a situation which the referee should have controlled better. I mean, I, I look at the whole thing and think. Is it important to win with class? Let me tell you what's more important. Winning, mm. right? And we're worried about the class afterwards. I'd rather have this conundrum saying our players weren't classy enough, but they won, than saying that ultimately we weren't classy winners because <laughs> okay. we never get that bleeding opportunity, do we? <laughs> um, and so with that in mind, you've got to take things at face value a little bit and look at it in terms of, uh, or not at face value, and look at the tongue-in-cheek mentality behind it. There's a lot of rivalry. There's mm. a lot of banter that goes on between players. Mm. And some of it's light-hearted, and some of it can be extrapolated out of context by us in the media. But, no, but, Sam, it, no, but it's not being extrapolated out of context for the media. Far from it. You, you, you lent on Jack Grealish when he threw in his comment about Almiron. No, let me um, look, yeah, and, and, and he's been snide a bit then, and Jack yeah. ultimately had to apologise for it. Yeah. They have showed a huge lack of classy Argentinians, he, he and it him. should be flagged up. Yeah, it's now, and Shukameni had to go and get the ball after Martinez yeah, no, steered it away from him. Yeah, but Simon's actually made a point about the referees there. If you if you if you get if you give someone a yard, give him an inch, take a yard. You know, he should have he should have been dealt with. But the thing is, it's actually easy to win with class. The hardest thing in football is to lose with class. Yeah. The easy yeah. option when you win is to do the right thing. That's right. But and that's why I did, I don't know if you saw it, but I spoke about Ronaldo when, I know he was upset, I know it's the end of his World Cup, but was it um, was it Morocco when they beat them? Mm -hmm. uh, Morocco, Portugal, I think I'm getting that right. How much would it have meant to those players for him? I know he's upset. Shake their hands and say, well done. To some of that, you know, like instead he's walked off, not shook anyone's hand, and cried down the tunnel. Okay, you know, I, think, I think your expectations are a little bit unrealistic. I don't. I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't know, Dan. I mean, what you're saying is Ronaldo is a superstar, and the Moroccan player should be afforded the extra luxury of him gre greeting them. Well, as a lot if of the, a lot of the Prince no, Regent, but a lot of the Portuguese players said well done to some Moroccan boys and shook their hands. Okay. Top international players who've been there, won it, done it. Okay. Ronaldo's had his... He's, he's, had mil, he's won millions of trophies. But we know what Ronaldo's all about himself. No, but I'm using but that as an example. Anyway. You know, I agree. I'm using that as an example. I, I, I agree. They, they can't do it when they need to do it, but, Argentina. But, they lost the 1990 World Cup final. If memory serves me right. They had two players sent off in that final. Desotti and Monzon. They always let themselves but down. Look, but you look at and it. And this is another instance but, but of it with there, Martinez. There's an inelegance. I mean, I'm sorry and people aren't going to like this. There's an elegance about their, their Maradona as a player, greatest player that stepped on the pitch, arguably, 
But look at the manner in which he cheated in 86. Look at the disgrace he went home in the 1990 World Cup. Mm. Look how he lived his life after. Who's doing it? There I was mean, Sir Alf Ramsey is saying the England players don't shake Ratton's hand. But they were, they were, they would have climbed over their grandmother to have won that game. Yeah. They didn't care what they had to do to win that football match. And so subsequently it manifests itself in their attitude after it. Because, is that right? Well, it's, it's not an ideal world, but I'm telling it's you winning now. Winning mentality. I'm telling it? you now, I'd rather be reprimanding our, yeah. reprimanding our players yeah, for being classless being... winners than thanking them for being gracious losers. Sorry. I, I, I get that, that point. Camp. And actually makes a good point. But the one thing I'd say, if you actually... I'm the, not sure everybody would go with that actually. Well, I, know, the, I, know, I know what you're saying. Yeah. But I think I'm they probably sure would they... deep down. But the the Argentinian mentality and philosophy. Would, would... you rather be a gracious loser than than a classless no, 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 winner? Yeah, definitely be a classless winner. But Lionel Lionel Messi is the best example of I think somebody who conducts himself in the right way. Very unlike a lot of the other players in the Argentina squad, and he can't control all of them. I all agree the time. with you. But the yeah. way he conducts himself, yeah. the, the the humility he shows, he, I mean, I can't think of anything that I could look back on him doing thinking, maybe the Van Gaal thing where he stuck up for Raquelme mm. and give him the celebration because Raquelme was his hero, wasn't he? And he gave that to... That was the first time I'd seen Messi actually go below the line of common decency and humility to yeah. and, and let his anger but they were actually well, talking even, about, the matter, even the way Messi dealt with our classless chef being on the pitch yeah. you know and, but, and they but they were also talking I saw I think Tim Vickery referred to it about the, the, the re-emergence of Messi as an Argentinian rather than this this person that moved to Spain when he's 13 years of age he was having a go at people on a pitch in Argentinian swear words and had really reintegrated himself back amongst the Argentinians so he's not above being um, uh, able to take the game into a different place. But the, what you tend to find, and it's surprising that Ronaldo, and Danny makes a point, and it's a well-made point, what you tend to find when you meet real superstars and real people of substance, they have more calibre, more genuity and more decency about them yeah. than these so-called superstars that actually aren't superstars, that, are, that, that, that behave in a fashion as if they are. So perhaps there's something to be said for what you're saying. But I'm, I'm not... I don't sit there thinking how offended I am no, by the me. Argentinians sending up a player like Mbappe or anyone else, because I look at it and say, they've won, this is how they, they, in their country, their fans will be not looking at him going, you shouldn't be sending up Mbappe, they'll be saying, look at those winners. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, it doesn't where, offend where, where, me enough. What did you think when Martinez stuck the, the golden glove down by his groin? Well, you I saw think, the Qataris well, looking at him thinking, oh, yeah. I, Well, I think he's a bit of a peasant, isn't he? That's what I thought. Do you know what I thought? I thought, imagine my kids seeing me do that. Yeah. 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 An idiot. Yeah. But, but, will he be remembered for that? No. In five years, you'll no, remember, remember his amazing penalty Argentina save, in the, in the, the last minute save. You'll also minute. remember those classless moments. So. You probably won't, luckily for him. Probably not. When we're talking the next World Cup, we probably won't talk about it. We'll just I, remember. Think I think he's right. I you, wouldn't mind being in the stadium the next time Mbappe's up against Martinez. Yeah, I don't think... Do you know the, 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 great, the, the great thing about this? Mbappe's probably the least bothered of everyone. Welcome to the Coliseum of Confrontation. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Manchester City and Liverpool have written a joint letter <coughs> to supporters of both fans, Danny, pleading with them, apparently, to behave and report other fans who do not behave in an attempt to end what's become something of a toxic feud between the sides. Uh, and, of course, we know that this very week they go head-to-head in the, the Carabao Cup. We knew that before we all set off to Qatar. We knew it out there. We knew we were coming back to this fixture. A fixture, Danny, would you agree, has become, because 
of the huge rivalry between the two sets of fans now for a variety of reasons, it's a fixture that's become potentially toxic. Yeah, it's got more um, fire in it, isn't it now, this fixture, than ever before because of how competitive they've been against each other in recent seasons and that tends to slip into the fans as well for obvious reasons. Um, it's proactive. I think it's a good thing. I mean, whether it'll make any difference or not is a whole different debate. Yeah. Because silly, immature, pathetic behaviour from morons is something that's hard to control. Because uh, yes, but... You need a, a level of intellect, th- don't There's you? a but here, Danny. I mean, the history basically surrounds incidents like at October's Premier League game at Anfield, graffiti relating to the Hillsborough disaster yeah. in 1989, pictured on toilet doors in the away section. Manchester City alleged that coins had been thrown at their manager, Pep Guardiola. Um, Manchester City's team bus had also been damaged yeah. in, in the past. But here's the thing, Simon. Responsibility, yes, on fans, but yeah. how much responsibility is there now on the managers and players to ease attention and watch what they're doing? It depends what they do. I mean, you can't you can't mistake or ask people to dial the intensity down because there's going to be some abuse attached to the intensity. This is an intense football game between two very big football clubs that have, over the most recent years, been competing for the exact same space. And it comes with that intensity. It comes with that focus. Now, you've got a very small minority, it would seem, of fans on in various various football clubs that have felt it funny to take the mickey out of the 1958 Munich crash for years with Manchester United. Some people think it's funny, for whatever reason I can't imagine, to ridicule what happened at Hillsborough. But there's a very small section of them. Now, I think it's appropriate that you deal with these people. I think it comes to, 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 to real physical on-the-ground stuff, which is steward these games in a different way steward them with perhaps at a higher level of stewarding and a zero tolerance policy that one murmur gets people hoiked out of stadiums Yeah. now of course you can't legislate for how people graffiti and what happens to team buses besides again stepping up the actual actual um, reaction rather than the rhetoric around it well awareness is good oh, well, no, I'm, giving, I'm not suggesting it's, it's not the only tool yeah. asking people to behave themselves is tantamount to and asking certain, other people to report asking people, people yeah. to behave themselves often is tantamount to those very same people reacting to the fact they're getting a light shine on them by behaving worse right mm. so there is an element of that but it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it asking managers to suggest they take a different tone or level of response to the game that's in front of them, I think is unrealistic, unless they are, in fact, contributing to the jingoism. Well, they have the, what they said, the reason this has come up is because they're suggesting they have in the last fixture with the Klopp situation and the Guardiola situation. Where but that was intensity between two managers in the game. No, no, that? but that, what they're saying is that fuels the next one. But that's, no, that's giving people an excuse for poor behaviour. Those people don't need an excuse. So what you're saying is it should be relevant what the managers and players do. I I think the managers have got to be mindful of the fixture, but they can't. You can't ask the managers not to be fully focused, fully motivated. You'd you'd like to see managers not to be fully focused or motivated. motivated. But the way way you conduct and behave yourself... Look at at the picture in the telegraph. That that picture of Klopp right in the face of of the line. Hold on. Fully motivated, yeah, but Oren did it. That's why he got banned. That's something different. It That's something different. That could have happened in any particular game. No, but it keeps... No, no, but it didn't. So, you got, so basically, Klopp should should dial that down because it will incite Man City fans. Klopp should dial that down because it's abuse of his position as a football manager and he should be consequenced by the officials. It should have nothing to do with Man City fans reacting in an appalling way to the situations that happened to Hillsborough. And it should be neither the same I for agree, Guardiola with Liverpool fans. I, I agree. What I'm, I'm not, what I'm saying to you is that do you think there is some effect? He shouldn't do it anyway. No, we, but we're talking about... We're talk- if you remember, do you remember that time... No, give some excuse, I then. was part of that when Wenger and Yol had that spat on the thing. 
And you know where they got chest to chest and they looked like they were going to go toe for toe. Do you remember that one? Well, you were part of that. North, well, I wasn't part of you, that. You were in there. Yeah, uh, Yolan Wenger. And uh, for example, it's the only one I can think of top me. It's probably better ones. But that definitely got the fans at it because of those two doing that, right? But that's got, but that, but that's okay, and that's fine. But that's got nothing to do. That's got nothing to do with the complaint they're making, which is about the abuse citing Hillsborough, or the abuse citing Munich, or the the graffiti. It heightens tribalism. Uh, In the the match at Anfield, Sam, and Guardiola's gesticulating to the Liverpool fans. They don't don't want to see that. They don't need him to do that because it will set them off, and it did. That's fine, and we can talk about the conduct of managers per se and getting them to behave themselves in a different way. You're there we... to coach your team. Forget about what the fans are no, going I think on what's about. I think what we're, where we're going with it, what you're saying, Simon, is yeah. actually, yes, in the ideal world you cut that out a little bit, but yeah. what we're saying is that that in itself ain't going to stop the things that we're No, talking. I don't think it will be. No, no I think, and, I, and, I, and I actually agree with that. Yeah, but will this? I mean, fans are being encouraged no. to approach stewards if they witness unseemly actions such as the throwing of objects no, or won't. hear vile chants. I've just heard the vile chant. Stuart, come here. It's not going no, to happen, is no, it? No, but I don't think. I I think it's actually upon the clubs themselves to recognise the challenge and to suggest that the stewarding, le- stewarding levels become far more significant. The cost implications of those are just the cost implications of it, and the stewards are told this is a zero. I and mean, I do mean and a zero tolerance policy. I want people being hoiked out of this game if they even go anywhere near this. And the stewards are responsible for doing that. And the stewards and the stewards and the stewarding superiors that are there, the coordinators and the controllers that control the stewards and the police that are alongside them. I think there's something you can control. Brief. So some you're, things, what you're saying then, stewards exert a bit more level of control at this game, a bit more force than you might normally do. Wherever no, wherever it appears, there should be a zero tolerance policy towards it because there's there's tribalism and then there's abuse, right? And we can't conflate the two. I'm not, I'm all in the camp of, of strong banter. When you start referring to people that died, whether it's at Hillsborough or whether it's in Munich, oh, yes. you're taking something away from tribalism. You're turning it into abuse and yeah. hate. That needs punishment, yes. 100%. Yeah. But uh, the, there's some things you can alter and change, some things you can't. I've been on coaches a couple of times where I'm talking a mile more from the ground where you're getting pelted with bottles and glasses. That North London derby on the way to an Arsenal game with Tottenham we got shelled we got oh, I, I remember a load of young scouts coach a mile out yeah quite scary actually a few of the lads do diving for cover but I mean the windows were thick and he couldn't get through but is it, it is it too much to ask going into 2022 in one word behave yes no, no it's not too much to ask but it's too much to expect that it's going to be heeded correct yeah <laughs> It's not too much to ask. Absolutely. Come on now, guys. We live in this very difficult world. We've got enough problems in the world that it is. But these people are going to bring these problems to football matches. These people are going to be striking workers. People are going to be very resentful of the world that they now live in. People have gone post-COVID in a very difficult place. So they're already fueled. But we must not give it an excuse. It's got nothing to do with Jurgen Klopp and Pep Guardiola's behaviour on the touchline. It's got to do with a psyche of a moron that thinks somehow or another it's his gift to say something as unpleasant. About the manager in the touchline. Everybody's got to do the part. Well, yeah, fine. no, I, I, I fine, think right. I, to some extent, yes, but I, 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 I would hate to see my manager neutered. I'd hate to see him behaving like Klopp did. I would, neutered I wouldn't want, or muted? Neutered. 
neutered like a neutered dog where he doesn't feel he can behave in the way that he wants to to be able to get the best from his well, team. That's what he did, right. to stop N- him having Neutered, kids, yeah. Well, I'd hate to feel like he was neutered, like a eunuch taken away from him, <laughs> given, given a position where he's, you know, it's not in a position extreme. to be able to effectively express himself the way he wants to. Yeah. Right? The bottom line is, I don't think he should, I don't think his expression should have made itself towards a linesman the way he did. No. And I think he should have been, I think he should have been banned. I think he should have been thrown out of the stadium and not be able to go in there rather than sit in the gods. Okay. Uh, are we asking the supporters to do what the two two clubs are asking them to do? So what we know is this. Be passionate. Fer- Ferran Soriano of City and his counterpart, the chief executive at Liverpool, Billy Hogan. They've had a chat. And the final, the final paragraph of the chat is yep. a joint message to the fans before this game. If we all stand together to report the behaviours and actions that cause harm, including inappropriate gestures, chanting, throwing of objects, as well as any and all forms of discrimination, then we could all concentrate on supporting our teams. Is that too much to ask? Do you know what? I actually genuinely think it is. You're asking people to take responsibility for other people's behaviour, right? Mm. And people don't necessarily want to do that. You're putting people in an invidious position. You're asking somebody, I know this is probably a little bit crude, to be a snitch. Get your stewards to do their jobs. Mm. Police these games and say, right, we mean this now. And if Man City, if Liverpool are saying, well, hang on a second, it brings an inordinate amount of cost to it, then Man City can pony up some money and Liverpool can do the same when they go to their game and we mean it. So we're asking you to be nice and behave properly and appropriately and dial this down. But by the way, we're going to take that choice away as well. So we can ask you to, to self-police, but if you refuse to do so, i.e. police yourself as an individual, we're going to do you ourselves. We're going to deal with you. We're going to take you out and we're going to ban you. And let's find yeah. a balance. What we don't want is emotionless, you know, fans who... No, I get stand that. And, and, that means I get train, that. and that also means training stewards to recognise what they're listening to rather than what their own bias might think they're listening to. And, and getting back to the top of the show, and it's not all down to no alcohol, there was never a hint of this happening in Qatar. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Download, stand well back, listen. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Danny, I heard you scoffing at this earlier on, but it's for real. The Football Association <laughs> is to launch 
a major clampdown on referee abuse and it all starts in 2023. No mucking about, they're going for it. This new quote's referee strategy will be published at the end of January, beginning February, to improve referee retention and reduce on-field hostilities. So the aim here is to target all level of the pyramid all levels of the pyramid after grassroots leagues were cancelled over the past year due to this rise in violence abuse 380 players and coaches were banned oh, i'm not scoffing at that i mean look we're talking about i know you're scoffing at the punishment the potential punishment here for, for, for professional yeah go on go on carry on sorry new sanctions are going to be heavy here campaigners are pushing for bigger fines and bans for yep. the clubs individuals as well as clubs and it may end up with potential stadium closures, another option. That's the bit that I'm struggling with. Why? Because we've seen some horrendous referee abuse at all levels of the game. Well, no, we, you, you've dealt with some brilliant ones on this show and, and highlighted it very well. Let's be honest about it. And they are they are abhorrent. They're, 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 they're just unacceptable things that people have been doing. To real. I, I'm with completely with you. But when we're talking about professional referees who are well protected and very well paid, what what... Where, how do you create a, a, a set of rules that protect them in a stadium? What, where's the cutoff? Are you allowed to boo them? Are you allowed to sing? What words are you not allowed to use in the sentences? What, 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 you, how, what, what type of referee are we trying to create here? Somebody with no resilience, no confidence, no, no ability to make hey, decisions under saying, any pressure Danny basically what we're saying here is right whatever's gone on in the past forget it can that right. we're talking abuse nil tolerance but what's the they wear a badge what, says respect what, what on abuse? it stop all abuse well, no, stop but what is abuse? abuse so are you allowed to boo referees Jim I, I showed a picture are you telegraph. allowed to boo referees <laughs> the perfect image is this one this is what we're I think they're driving at remember that incident yeah. there that's Klopp right in the left ear roll of the linesman yep. at that game yep. at Anfield. And giving it to him good style. For which, to be fair to Jurgen Klopp, he apologised. He's not, he's not a fan. They're trying and, to and that's rid the game of and that. And that's fine. And that's absolutely right. And the sanctions that are available are not deep enough and harsh enough. Mm. I thought it was laughable. You're going to sanction a fella, you stick him up in the stands. We all know that he's going to have influence over the team, irrespective of whether he can still talk to the bleeding coaches on the bench. It's absurd. If someone gets, if someone like Klopp or whoever it is transgresses and there's a sanction for it, then he should be properly sanctioned so that you get a consequence behind it. But I'm not entirely sure where we're going with this because the issue that I see is the bigger issue is what's happening at grassroots football Correct. and what's happening in the environments where referees are being and young people that are going into refereeing are being discouraged it starts by at the, the top, doesn't it? Well, to some extent, yeah. Yeah, but you don't, you know, and I understand you cut off the snake, you cut off the head of the hydra, and ultimately it either grows another head, or if you get all of them off, they're gone. But the point is, is that we aren't seeing the challenges. We're seeing a culture of, of, of refereeing that is getting probably less abuse now than it's gotten in previous years gone past. Like, okay, there's a few isolated instances where we can make exceptions, but they're not the rule. Vars help that. And 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 we've now got a situation where, well, like two or three years ago. Some of the referees and some of the abuse that we're getting on social media and some of the, the things that were being said, I think Bobby Madley was one of them, mm. that got themselves into really difficult situations. Uh, and, 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 and some of the abuse that referees were getting was getting into death threat territory. It was absurd. Yeah. But the real issue to me seems to be 
at grassroots level, where A, we're not getting people to want to become referees because people on, on sidelines, players themselves, are behaving in such a despicable manner and the abuse is so bad that you're now getting to a situation where people don't want to referee games, clubs are having to be shut, players are being told that they can't play anymore, and so on and so forth. So wouldn't the FA's endeavours be better served? Yes, put the sanctions in place. Give out a very a very strident raft of sanctions for people in a professional game that step over the line. Right? We get that. Brief the clubs that you expect your stewards to be also mindful of abuse that referees are getting during games from fans. Fine, there's your blueprint, there's your white paper for the professional game. Now, what are you going to do about the harder one, which is the grassroots, well, where people are getting beaten starters. up yeah. and referees are getting intimidated and terrorised to some extent by parents or players or whatever else it is, coaches, uh, Sunday League football, whatever it is. That's where the problem seems to and be what more do prevalent. You, do? you see, the quote there, 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 there's, more money. There, there's a quote this morning Cameras, in Telegraph Sport. This is a guy who's joined us in previous occasions. We know him well. Martin Cassidy, Chief Executive of Ref Support UK. Mm. He says, we will welcome any escalation of punishments for anyone who abuses or threatens to physically assault a referee. Because yep. we've asked the FA and we're waiting for Absolutely a reply. Agree. Absolutely agree. We want to see anyone who abuses or assaults a match official to face points being deducted for their team. Yep. So at that level, it's so out of control that they're, we're ready for you to do anything. The FA's overall aim, Danny, is to make refereeing a more welcoming environment. Yep. That's right. Too. Especially for minority groups. Yeah, but you, well, for everybody. And, whoever, my only pushback, you said stadium. Sorry, not you. The, the, the wording says stadium closures. Campaigners are wanting that. Yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I don't see what was ever getting there because what you're talking about is depriving... That means the, the, the money dictates. I mean, well, what, you know, they'll probably say if you shoot for the moon, you take some stars on the way up, right? It's so ridiculous. You, and if you want 19%, you, well, you, if you want 10%, you ask for 19%. The bottom line it's is... It's a nuclear is, option, but... It's not, it's, not, it's not any option. No one's going to do that. What it really does need to be looked at is the sanctions. If you're going to consequence people, then consequence them properly. And that's fair and right. If you're going to step across the line, Klopp stepped across the line, other people have done it as well. We're just using Klopp because he's the example that's yeah. cited in the papers. Right? Let's like, no, but move it to the fans, Simon. Well, my point earlier, which is fair, is so how you, do you manage well, what abuse is well, this towards is the question, a referee? Isn't it? You know, the, the, the chanting if you don't know what you're doing or whatever else they sing to yeah. referees is, you know, to some extent, it's part and parcel of a referee having to have the resilience to be able to get on with it. Yep. That's what authority comes with, the degree of people not liking what you do. And, that's the, and, that, and we want resilience in our referees. So, but what we don't want... What we don't want is what's happening at grassroots. Oh, no, but it's two different preposterous. things. So that's so that you're right. It's two different things. It's really easy. Get a charter. Anyone that transgresses in a professional game, you get this, and it's proper, proper being dealt with in terms of strident sanctions for inappropriate behaviour towards referees. Yeah, and get to understand the, not just not just a twenty-five grand fine because nobody cares about twenty-five grand if you're on ten million pound a year. Right? But they do care if you're ejected from a stadium and you can't up, you can't mm. set foot on club premises mm. for two weeks. Exactly. Right. You can't coach the players. You can't be at games. You can't do any of it. Yeah. Right. So then you start to make, make yourself look like a bit of a pariah and a burke if you can't actually coach the team that you're being paid to coach. And then when you move to the core principle, which is starting the sausage factory, which is the production of referees and the reasons why we aren't getting them and the culture of what's happening on our grassroots football. And that requires more than words. That requires investment and money and proper structures okay. and that's where the FA fall down so a yes or no from both of you will we be having this discussion this time next year with the FA as, as they currently are probably yeah yeah Yes, we will, Danny. Of course we will. Of course we will. Because it, it, it's all mouth and trousers, isn't it? it? We want to see action. Do you remember, Simon, you in recent mean, weeks? A meaningful structure. What we, you we, do? Spoke, we spoke on this show 
to the referee further down the pyramid who'd, who'd got himself a darn good kicking yeah, yeah. at a match. Yeah. Now, his name was Dave. He came on with us. We spoke to him. We persuaded him to come on and join us and it took a yeah. bit of doing. Yeah. He was in bed taking the call, mm. having a few broken limbs and some facial injuries. They're the people he that came need on, help. Danny. He came on some days or weeks later to say, yeah, yeah, I'm actually going out now. I'm getting myself some shopping now. Mm. I feel a bit more confident. We're like, you what? The mm. FA should be able to tell us specifically and explicitly. It's easy to talk about a professional game. It's easy to talk about that. That's an easy win. It we'll is. give you some more sanctions. Write that down on a piece of paper, more sanctions. Now, what are you going to do about the thousands of football teams around the country and the instances of referees being put into a position that they should never... I'm not suggesting that referees shouldn't be criticised. I'm not suggesting you shouldn't be able to say, Lino, what's that? I'm not suggesting that. I'm suggesting that we're getting into territory where people think it's fair game to do what they want with referees and say what they want, and you're getting players attacking referees on the pitch, it cannot and should not happen in a sport that is our national sport. Yeah. Shouldn't happen. And it goes and to the, on the FA's watch. It goes well, the first thing they can do is the cameras. But, but we've also heard, Danny, Body cameras. Were, you ever, were you ever guilty of this, Danny? We've also heard that in the game, the present-day game, the present-day club game, we've heard that certain managers, some of them high-profile, do their homework on the officials. Ah, oh, it's him, is it? All right. And during the game... The manager will bring his name up to him and say, tell me you're not good at it. And he's just shown it there. Another demonstration of what you're not good. In other words, they know who they're getting and they intimidate. They intimidate there and then because they know them by reputation. Yeah, I've And had, they'll do whatever they can to get that fine marginal gain over him. I've had, I've had managers or coaches come in before the game and say it's so-and-so today. Be careful, or it's so and so today. You can get after him. He's weak. He gives this many reds, or this. Sorry, this. The manager many... says that before the game. Yeah, and I've done it. I've looked. Yeah, at but, I, I, but no, no. I'll let me. Nothing wrong with that, is there? No. So I was going to. So as a catch, just a bit. No, no, no. no. Not really? So as, as a What's cap, wrong with that? Nothing. It's a bit be like the opposition. You find a weakness. Absolutely. So intimidation I, as well. As a captain, no, you only intimidate those who can be intimidated. So, so as a captain. I used to start analysing which refs I was doing and you know who was having. And for example, I know some of the refs I'd sorted signed shirts for or I've known a bit longer than others. I get away with a bit more. That's bravery. No, it's not. You it's sort just... signed shirts for? Well, they've asked for them for a charity. That's whatever. disgusting. You now you've taken a different direction. <laughs> Give us a few <laughs> offside decisions today. No, you don't say that. You just have an understanding. Look after me if I come and in late I, on a tackle. And I'll give you a signed or... Stevie G shirt. Oh, I know we're getting my own my shirt at the time, but what I mean is, no, that was politely declined. We're if you if you get on with a ref over ten years, all right, and you know you get away with one that might be verging on a red, he'll give you a yellow. He'll give you a shirt. I'll give you a shirt. I'll give you a red card if you give him one of your shirts. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. But you'd also I'll let the goal stand. You, then you, if you, you say, keep your you shirt. Say, you say intimidation. Going back to the central point, you, you make observations. This is a fastidious sort. This is Thanks a guy for listening to our spoken. It's the same Don't thing. forget to this leave a five-star review and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll be back tomorrow with former Liverpool midfielder Danny Murphy. And ultimately, awareness. Let's get it, him. No. I tell you where he's weak. No. Let's get it. But they do it to you. We do it to you. But the game, but the game provides you with the cover. to resilient. If you're if you're in control of a game, you should be able to control the destiny of that game as a referee, and you've got the ultimate authority. And the players are not able to get after a referee in the same way as they once were before, because yeah. the referee's got the gift to turn around and say, "I'm not having any of that." And that's about authority and control. Your 100% essential download, outspoken with White and Jordan. Thanks for listening to Outspoken. Don't forget to leave a five-star review and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll be back tomorrow. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.